G'day and thanks for tuning in to Commodity Conversations. Today it's myself, David Myers, uh, speaking with Robert Herman, Director of Mercado. Rob's going to give an update on the wool market as well as livestock. The rest of the team's flat out with work at the moment. Uh, Olivia or Adrian uh, couldn't make it today, but we'll hear what Rob has to say about moves in the market this week, right after a message from this week's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by ProAdvice. ProAdvice offer tailored services to suit your accounting needs. They have a strong history of working with farming families and understand the day-to-day realities and challenges of farm life. Whether it be financial planning, investment strategies, or business software solutions, ProAdvice will help your farm run more efficiently. Hop on their website or give them a call to find out more. Let's start with Wool, Rob. How's the market performing in the first two weeks of 2021? Well, David, it's been a really good start, and I'm reminded of... um... For those who remember the footy show, and Eddie McGuire used to come on and say it's been a big week in footy. Well, it's been a big week in markets. And uh, as you mentioned, Liv and Adrian are flat out um, doing work uh, that we do at Mercado here. So it's up to you and I to provide some insights today on commodity conversations. Uh, the wool market has, um, has really done pretty well. Um, we, we know, and we've been talking about this for a while, that it struggled through COVID and especially when the Chinese mills were closed. But uh, this week, it had a really strong week again on top of uh, last week and, uh, and, a, and a pretty good finish to the last quarter of, of 2020. And the market just popped its head above 1,200 cents, the Eastern Market Indicator. That's the first time. We saw it do that in October, Dave, just for a week, but we had to go right back to May to see 1,200 cents again. And, uh, and that was really uh, a really positive sign. It was driven mainly by the fine wool market, though, and uh, we saw a gap. we've seen this for some time as the volumes of fine wool supply have started to contract as the drought impact has contracted also. And uh, so that was really highly sought after. Uh, AUX reported that buyers were looking for those wools that processed well, and so anything with a good or turf for those uh, wool boffins will know what I'm talking about. Anything with you know, good measurements was highly sought after. The other thing that we've, uh, we've been looking at, and, and I know Andrew Woods has been looking at closely as well, is the, uh, the premiums for fine wool. And this week we saw that, as an example, the 17 micron premium over 19 hit 600 cents. And the last time that happened was in May of 2018. Um, it looks like it's probably at the top of its range, Dave, the, that premium, because it's only ever been higher on two occasions in recent history, and that was in 1988 and 2011. So really good for fine wool producers. Um, we're also, I think the other point to note is that we now this year have sold more wool per week than we sold in the selling season for last year. And remembering that last year had a bit of COVID in it towards the end of the season, but it, it's just a good indication that demand is pretty solid. So overall, David, um, I think we can say the first two weeks has been a very positive start for wool. Good to hear. And what about livestock? I see we've had some uh, great wiener calf sales. Yeah, and look, uh, it's it's been, a, it's been a really, yeah, it's been an absolute record, really. And if you look at uh, the Eastern Young Cattle Indicator, so we, we talk about that a lot, and, and, and it's not totally weaners, but it's young cattle across the country. It's at 871 cents, and that's about, you know, it's 59% up year on year, which, you know, we, we, know, we always knew it was going to rally after the drought, but um, to see it come up this much was 
probably more than anyone expected. I'm pretty sure it's more than anyone expected, but it, it, it just shows that there's real demand for that, for those cattle. Um, the slaughter cattle are still struggling a bit. And we know that our, we've reported on this on Mercado that, um, you know, the meat prices coming out of Australia are some of the more, most expensive in the world. And, um, you know, we've just got to be realistic that there is cheaper meat out there. However, it's the feeders and restockers. So restockers and feeders were up, you know, 41 cents live weight. They're really driving the market. And, uh, and that's on the back of, you know, the drought recovering. Um, the recovery of the drought has meant that, you know, everywhere people look, um, there's a few less cattle available. Yardings are, um, a live reported this week, I think, on yardings being 65% down on the five-year average for the first couple of weeks of January. So that's contributing as well. But look, the, the, the big focus in January is always on those breeder calf sales, those weaner calf sales. And there's no doubt, Dave, that breeders are really pleased with the result that they're seeing um, for their efforts this year. Yeah, fantastic. And there, are there any sales to watch out for in the next couple of weeks? Uh, yeah, look, there's still a few sales going. Um, the, the big sales are finished, though. Um, but uh, we had a, had a call from Adam Mountjoy this week coming back from Mortlake where they had a sale um, yesterday. And again, we saw really strong demand for females, um, you know, over $3,000 for preg testing cows and calf. Um, it's, just, it's just a real indictment of the, not only the seasonal conditions, but the confidence that's in the, um, in the red meat protein market. And, and obviously in this case, Dave, relating back to the, uh, to the cattle market. What about lamb and sheep sales? Good demand also, but it seems supply is down a bit on average. Yes, look, supply is down a little bit, although we did see a slight recovery last week. We started the year quite low, um, although lambs was just uh, ended up just 12% lower than for the same time last year. But um, in terms of the price, we've you know it's a very solid price. We're we're sitting at 8.25 cents for the Eastern States Trade Lamb Indicator. Uh, that's pretty much on par where it was last week, but it's also uh, of worth noting that it's 6% higher than this time last year, Dave. And, and I think at these levels last year, we were thinking, we were, we were hoping more than anything else that they would hang on. But in fact, um, you know, the market has gone from strength to strength. Just on the mutton side, the mutton uh, indicator is, is, you know, bang on 600 cents, uh, sorry, 577 cents, which is bang on where it was this time last year. But um, gee, supplies down. Uh, supplies sitting around forty-three percent lower than the same time last year. So it's it's unlikely to see any of that um, any easing in the mutton price because uh, they're just not about. I think um, one of the things we looked at this week on Mercado was about the lamb uh, shortage of supply, and uh, we noted, even though it was up a little bit this week on the previous week, we noted that usually in January. Um, the supply is higher than December supply. You know, you've got the Christmas break and lamb numbers build up a little bit and then the meat works open up and get stuck into it. That hasn't been the case this year. So it's either a case of, uh, of producers hanging on to a few more lambs because the season's so good, and that would make sense, Dave, or um, it's a case of the lambs not being there. So I think Angus did the report this week on Mercado and uh, his comment was it's probably a little bit of both. There's probably not quite as many lambs and there's probably a bit of incentive to hold some lighter lambs back. You would think 
that most farmers are looking at this supply and price model and saying, well, there's not a hell of a lot of um, risk in hanging on to a few lambs. Uh, the lambs are ticking along as feed. Some crops have done well with all the rain. And so uh, again, we're seeing in, in sheep and lamb, we're seeing breeders benefit from the strong demand, both for slaughter stock, but it's really that restocking uh, and, and your good start to the season that's got livestock producers in 2021 up and about, Dave. So not a bad start to the year after all. I know. It's a good start to the year. And um, I suppose uh, when things are good, they look good as far as you can see. Uh, what we'll try and do is make sure that we can pick up for something changing. But right now, it's a terrific time to be in farming and especially a terrific time to be in livestock. Well, thanks for your insights, Rob, here on Commodity Conversations. And if you enjoyed the show, please give us a like or leave a comment. We hope you have a great weekend and we'll be back next week for more Commodity Conversations. This week's episode was brought to you by ProAdvice, audio production by David Myers. 